Listener Production. The Aussie share market remains on track for an ugly week. And which lithium miner performed best today? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 7th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, Stevie. Glad to have you back. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up to work today. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Look, three straight days of losses. Three. Our worst day in about three weeks. This is heading into the close, must be said. So things Mm -hmm. could always change in the dying seconds. But at the moment, it looks like it's... (laughs) It would need to to lift about 1.2% to be even break even. So um, unlikely, but yes, Yes. there is the option. You just never know. Yes. So it's been a a shaky start to the month of September. I think it's fair to say we are on track to drop somewhere in the order of 1.5% this week, depending, of course, what happens tomorrow with one day remaining. But the ASX 200 went backwards significantly, didn't it? Yeah, well, as it stands right now, we've got about 20 minutes till the closing bell. We're down 84 points or about 1.2%. We're trading near 7,173 points. So definitely not a good day on the market. And as you mentioned, it's the worst day. Well, we're on track for our worst day in just over three weeks. Yeah. And the declines mostly happen in the first half of the day and then just worsened slightly over the course of the afternoon. We had data on China's economy, in particular on trade, both imports and exports at around 1 p.m. Sydney time. Didn't see a huge response from markets at that point, but I think we're expecting it at this point almost. Yeah, it was a bit actually better than what was anticipated Mm. as far as the declines go, but exports down 8.8% over the year to August, imports down close to 7.5%. And then, of course, we had soon after, about 10 minutes after, in fact, the RBA Governor Philip Lowe giving his final speech. The final one before, and I've come up with a nickname for her. Oh, yes, Michelle Bullock. Before Michelle Bullock takes over, Mishy B. Mishy B. Yeah, I like that because MB I didn't like, but Mishy B. Right. It reminds me of Mel B and the Spice Girls uh, for some reason. We can't affiliate those but two. It's got to be separate. Um, <laughs> but look, that is going to be significant, obviously. She'll be the first female stepping into that role um, very soon. Very soon. Um, and well, this month. And mm. then we'll be hearing from Michelle Bullock from that point onwards. So these terms are quite long as well for the RBA governor. It's seven years. So they're around for a long time. And look, in the speech, Governor Lowe defended himself, but he also admitted that he could have explained things a bit better over the course of the past seven years. Yep, absolutely. But nothing too much to to rattle markets or anything like that. In terms of sector performance, all sectors are currently declining. Energy stocks are lower, despite the fact that we did see oil prices lift to near nine-month highs overnight. Financials are a weight in the market, but our miners are definitely being hit the hardest. And it's mostly thanks to one stock for our miners and, and for the broader market. Absolutely. And that stock is BHP, which had a terrible day. It was largely expected, but mm-hmm. it um, dropped somewhere in the order of 5% for most of the afternoon. But before we get to BHP, all 11 sectors, you say, are down. So it's very broad. So even if we do blame BHP for a chunk of the declines, Four in every five companies on the share market today went backwards. So that's important to, to note. But in BHP's case, it went ex-dividend today. It's paying out $1.25 as a final dividend in uh, in late September on the 28th. That's 2.7% of its share price before the market opens. So it's always going to be a bit of a difficult day for BHP. And when a stock, of course, trades ex-div, it means that if you bought shares in BHP today onwards, you will not receive that dividend 
in a couple of weeks' time. But there were many other companies that went ex-dividend as well. Super mm-hmm. Retail Group, G8 Education, Air New Zealand, ASX, Beacon Lighting, but none, of course, weighed more heavily than, than BHP. Exactly right. And most of those stocks that were on the worst performer list or close to the top were those stocks trading ex-dividend today as well. I should quickly point out, we've been talking about how big BHP is. Mm. Looked at uh, today, just to get a bit of an update, what percentage of the A6200 it makes up. It's about 6% of the Aussie market. One stock itself. It used to be about 10%, right? Mm. In the very early stages, you know, in the last year or so. So that's come back a little, but still very significant, of course. Still significant, given that it's just one stock. But then if we go over to the US market, Apple is bigger than our whole share market. So we won't get into that. Mm -hmm. Liontown was on the radar today. That's the lithium miner. Its shares soared and they've been the best performer for basically the whole session. And this is despite Albemarle shares falling steeply in US trade overnight on the back of worries that China won't want to buy as much lithium given the sluggish state of its economy. So just a reminder for those that don't listen often, Albemarle has been wanting to buy Liontown for a while. And just a few days ago, it came out with a revised offer to pay $3 in cash per share, valuing Liontown at $4.3 billion. But still, even though Albemarle fell and lithium demand is in question, Liontown shares are rising and notably, they traded as high as $3.03, which is higher than that proposed offer of $3 that Albemarle gave them. So Definitely an interesting one to watch in the coming days since they've gone uh, higher than what the offer is. Yeah, and another stock that received attention today was Austal, which builds ships. So it's a shipbuilder. Rose about 2.5% over the course of the afternoon. It was awarded a contract worth around 91.5 million US dollars. That's around 143 million Aussie. And in the contract is going to build three big ships for the US Navy. It does a lot of work for the US Navy. So each time we get an update that it's won a contract, that means more money, it means more work for a number of years, you know, that can generally be helpful for its share price. Macquarie was also worth noting today. They traded higher, and this is after yesterday's fall of almost 4% after it flagged lower profits and a tough outlook for at least the first half of the year. So we saw its shares rebounding today, even though the other major banks were falling today. And Chalice Mining had a strong performance as well after falling almost 40% since announcing its project will take up until, they said around about 2029 until first production. They announced that mid last week and that's why we saw its shares tumbling. But today it made a bit of a rebound. Its shares are currently up almost 9%, which is pretty good considering it, it fell 25, more than 25% on the day it announced that. Yeah, a couple of other stocks actually that received some attention. Bubs Australia announced it started an infant formula clinical trial in the US. A stock not moving today though. And Qantas, still struggling. Still. Down about 3% today. It's down about 8% since late August, which is when the competition watchdog launched legal proceedings against the group, alleging you know thousands of mm. tickets being sold on cancelled flights. But Qantas has done quite poorly since then. It could potentially be on the back of the rest of the market falling, though, because we did see it lift yesterday, of course, which was the first day of Alan Joyce's retirement and the first day that Vanessa Hudson stepped in as the new CEO. So there was optimism. Today, it's down again. Yep, exactly right. Should we look forward? We should look forward. Tonight? Tonight. Look, there's not much happening in in the way of economic data. I don't know if it's worth going through 
what's happening because there's not much. There's not much. I mean, we did have a public holiday at the start of the week, mm-hmm. right, which kept things pretty quiet globally. And now there's not much on the, the cards. I mean, we had the profit reporting season in August. We had hundreds of companies over in the US telling us how they did as well. And now we're going through a bit of a quiet period. There will be the US Central Bank meeting, I guess, soon, mm. a bit later this month. So that's mm. probably the next big thing to watch. But tomorrow there'll be a few things around that will still receive attention, won't they? Exactly. And there'll definitely be some more stocks trading ex-dividend, yeah. not as many as we've seen on other days and nothing as big as BHP. Yeah. But tomorrow we'll have the likes of WiseTech, which could weigh in the tech space as well as Mineral Resources, Nine Entertainment, and a handful of others. Yeah, and there'll be some that pay out dividends as well. Uh, Baby Bunting and JB Hi-Fi will be two that do. Today as well, if you held shares in Magellan and Ansel and you're eligible, you'd be receiving, we should be receiving dividends from both of those as well. And there will be an update tomorrow on economic growth out of Japan too. So definitely not market moving, I would say globally, but it still will get at least some attention. Wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> Muy bien. Muy bien. Très All right, bien. friends, it's been a pleasure. Yes. We'll chat to you again tomorrow. See ya. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.